Welcome to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Wow, we have got a big show today. It is our holiday gift guide. Annual. Annual tradition. We've been doing this for years. Long time. Long time. We're the experts. All right. You are. I don't want to say that I'm an expert. That's right. Many of you are headed out there. You're looking for products online or in stores. Mm -hmm. Andrew is here with his picks. And I I have a few. You have some too. I have a few suggestions as well. Games, gadgets, smartphones, smart home, Wi-Fi computers, headphones, all that and more coming up this week. Andrew, first, you've got a little tip Mm -hmm. for people who are looking for the best deals yes on black friday right that's right that's tell right. us about this service you've been telling us about all right so i'm gonna there'll be we'll, we'll leave a link down in the show notes or description on the podcast to this service on the podcast notes um it's very cool so it's a service called ernie which i came across on twitter a couple of days ago and what ernie does is once you sign up with them um you log into your amazon through um oauth so it doesn't get your password or anything but it monitors your amazon purchases and then you also log in or give them uh the different credit cards that you use and what ernie does is they monitor 35 of the top retail destinations um plus amazon and they'll monitor all your purchases and in the first 30 days if the price drops on anything you bought they will contact the store that you bought it from. In They'll order, do it? They'll do it in order to get you the a refund of the difference for stores that have a policy, a price-matching policy. And then most people don't realize this, but your credit card will typically have a 90-day extension on top of the store's um, price match. So if the store has a 30-day price match policy, your credit card will give you 90 days on top of that. So it's 120 days. And so all the purchases you make on your credit cards and on Amazon, Ernie will monitor and they'll watch for price drops and and they'll even watch for price matching. So let's say you buy something from Amazon and Best Buy has it for a cheaper price or something, you know, three weeks from now, they'll basically get you the difference. And the cool thing is it all happens in the background. You don't have to monitor anything. They're doing this all for you. And even if that price drops like three times over the course of that, they'll get you all three price drops. The cost of the of the service um, is 25% of whatever money they're able to get you for that month. So you're essentially paying them a 25% commission to go out and to find get, you savings. Right. So if they save you 100 bucks, you you end up getting 75 bucks, and they keep $25. Um so before we go on, we should say this is not Ernie like Bert and it no. is E R E A R N Y E A R N Y. And again, we'll, we'll drop a link down there, make it easy. Just go to geekwire.com, look for the microphone, and right. then look for this show. But yeah, it's um cool. Like I signed up literally um, last night before I went to bed, and this morning it had already found three things that I bought on Amazon. Um, that had dropped in price, and the amount of money it's found for me so far is almost $80. So you have a trick with this to use for Black Friday. Let's hear it. The trick for Black Friday is, once again, they're monitoring all your purchases and looking for the price drops. So if you buy, you know, Black Friday's crazy because there's all these doorbuster sales, and they're limited sales, and, you know, things sell out right away. If you do your shopping when you're listening to this today... And you're already signed up with Ernie, or even if you sign up, you know, you've already done your shopping, you signed up with Ernie. Um, once the prices drop on Black Friday, anything that you know is going to go on sale on Black Friday, just buy it now. 
and then earning will get you the difference minus 25%. That's the only thing is you're going to get the difference minus the 25% commission that they keep. But to me, that's peace of mind. That's knowing you're getting what you want to get rather than having to wake up early or, you know, trying to get it before it sells out and things like that. Um, you know, one example is the Xbox One S is going on sale. It's currently 249 It's going to 189 for Black Friday. Um, you can just buy that today for 249 and then once Black Friday comes around, you'll get that get the difference back. So that's Ernie, E-A-R-N-Y. Yes. And that's a perfect transition into our first category in our holiday gift guide. Which Andrew. is? Games. Video games, or just games. Not games, video, video games. games. I've got fun. a game just that I want to show. This, this is the fun. Let's start with the fun. In fact, Claire... I'm going to ask you a question as well because you've got a physical game. I've got video games, but I want to throw a board game in there too. So we're going to need Claire to give okay. us a Claire, Claire McGrain podcast think about producer. It for a minute. No pressure. What is the board game people should buy this holiday season for some family fun? Okay, good, good. Claire will, Claire will mention that to I know us she later. Will. She's great. Okay, so somebody's out there. They're a grandparent. They're a parent. Yep. Their kids are in college. Their kids are in high school, maybe mm-hmm. early teens. What should they be thinking about when they're thinking about games? Man, you know. Video games. There's some there's some popular I mean there's a lot of power out there right now. Play, PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox One X just launched. But I have to say, for me, not only is a Nintendo Switch the video game console of the year, for me, it's my gadget of the year. Whoa. This, gadget this of the year. is my tech gadget of the year. So for people who haven't heard our million shows on the Nintendo <laughs> Switch, yes. it's a hybrid console. Right. You can play it at home. Mm-hmm. You can take it on the go as a tablet. Yes. And you can save your game state across them. You mm-hmm. can play the same game across both form factors. Same game, yeah. It's this, it's the, it's a portable console that it's basically a portable console that can plug into your TV with a dock. And when it's plugged into the TV with a dock, you play it on your TV full 1080p high definition. Okay, so you're recommending the N- Nintendo Switch. Yes. What games... For somebody like this a parent easy. or a grandparent, who d- they don't know which games to buy with it, what should they get? It's easy. They released the Nintendo Switch back in March, and alongside the launch of the Switch was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, which is one of the games I'd recommend. It was actually the highest-rated video game ever released of all time. In the history of games, um, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is um, the highest-rated. So that's a nice start out of the gate. And then a couple of weeks ago, Nintendo came out with Super Mario Odyssey, which looks like it's on track to meet or beat Breath of the Wild as the greatest video game, greatest reviewed video game of all time. So in the span of eight to nine months, Nintendo released two of the best games ever in the history of gaming, which is crazy. Like no one no one does that. That's crazy. Like better than Halo? Yeah. Better than better than anything. So you you pick up a Nintendo Switch and you pick up those two games and you're basically you're you're set for quite a while. You're playing, you know, basically the the pinnacle of video gaming right so there. So Breath of the Wild and what was the Mario game? Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. Very fun. So that's the Switch. That's the what Switch. about like should I be looking for the NES Classic Edition? No. No, why not? The only reason to buy one of those is for collectors, I would think. Like th- there's no one like you can play these games all the games that they have on this, you can play on uh, you know, on a on a used Wii or on a used Wii U. Or download it to a computer, or like there's so many ways to play these games that I don't I don't think the the markup especially because they're so hard to find. You have to get them from resellers, and people are just getting them because they're rare. They're hard to find. So oh I got it I got to get it because they're hard to get, and then they keep it in the they don't even open them. They keep it in the box. Like that's 
you would get that for a collector, I guess. But for someone who actually just wants to play these games, to get them, you know, you can all the games on the Super NES Classic Edition. I think you can even just play on a on a uh, 2DS or a 3DS. Like they're not hard to find. So it's really you know stick to the stick to the consoles. If you want to pick up an Xbox One X, pick up something like Assassin's Creed origins or forza motorsport 7 these games look really good in 4k if you want that 4k gaming experience or the ps4 pro with destiny 2 also looks really good so those are your those are your choices but if i had to pick one of those i think the nintendo switch would be it just because you know you can go from your house playing super mario odyssey and then you can be sitting on an airplane doing the same thing um and it's it's fantastic all right any any other thoughts in the video game realm for the holiday shopping season? No, that's it. I mean, those are your three main consoles. Those are the games I recommend for each of those consoles. Um, if you have a younger a younger person who wants something mobile, uh, maybe the Switch isn't the console for them, but maybe uh, Nintendo 2DS, um, which is very inexpensive and um, is very it can survive being dropped. All right. So in the realm of games, yes. I have one on my gift list in fact i'm thinking about getting this for my brother and some of our friends the real uh, game yeah yeah it's a, a real game. game you play with real in people re- in real life it's the play impossible game ball okay it is a connected game ball it's bluetooth inside this ball okay and I, just to, just to be clear for people listening i am holding a physical it almost looks like a miniature volleyball volleyball yeah in it's, my hands it's actually made by the company Baden, which i bet you didn't know that was how that was pronounced B-A-D-E-N. No, no, I did not. But they made this ball for Play Impossible, which is a Seattle startup. The whole idea is that it's a connected game ball for mini games. Okay. So it connects to your phone, and you can actually do a variety of things. So first off, okay, I gotta see it actually this. makes sounds. Do you want to hold that up to it's the thing? It's already talking to us. hold up to the thing. Yeah, All right, there you let's go. See what so, so this is so the app this that is goes the with the ball. It go, that goes with the ball. So the first thing you do is you have to charge it each time. And well, that's that's what the charge sounds like. And it comes with a little, little wand that has batteries inside. It does not hold the charge very long. Did it you electrocute it. yourself when it did that? Because <laughs> I heard that. So here's the cool thing that you can do with the Play Impossible Game Ball. You can play a, a bunch of different games. So, like, here's a challenge. Uh, this is the impossible. So you say, okay, so, for example, it challenges you. See if you... Ball in the air with six spins. Toss the game ball in the air with six spins. So here's... I'm going to try it. So I did three and a half spins. Oh, okay, so good. Don't take out the lights in here. <laughs> so now it's telling me roll the game ball on a surface exactly ten feet. So it does a variety oh, wow. of things. So it's like it has all these challenges. If you have two of them, yeah. it's even cooler because you can uh, essentially do competitions with oh, the other person, like to see who can shake it the fastest. This enough, is crazy. Who can throw it up in the air fastest enough? Now here's the thing. This is it, fun. If you're planning to kick the ball. Do not get this thing. Oh, they, if it's like this is more of a. Do they ask you to kick the ball? They tell no. They tell you essentially don't don't kick the don't ball. Don't ever kick this ball. In fact, okay. I think it might void the warranty if you kick <laughs> the ball. Um, uh, so so and it knows if it's been kicked. It, it senses. It says hard impact detected. That's basically. hilarious. So let me let me go to a different set here. But the cool one cool thing is they have like a labs. So here's a good example. Uh, it's like a water balloon toss. So. So you have to catch the game ball, and you throw it up. Oh, that was definitely not a soft catch. Here, let me try it again. So here's where the iPhone 10 gets in my way, Andrew. The, the What's it menu doing? bars. The see how the menu bars preventing me from. Oh, see that that is the app has not yes. been optimized. Yes, exactly. So anyway, let me try this one more time. So so you want to catch it? Catch it softly, right. Andrew. Okay, now throw it. Throw it to me now. Now catch it. Catch it really hard. We're playing water balloon toss right. here, right? Oh, so it senses 
This is cool. So this is cool. So this is the Play Impossible Game Ball. It's how much is this? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks a ball. So if you want two balls, you cannot get like a discount. You have to pay two hundred dollars. Uh, not that I've seen. I bought. I paid a full two hundred for this. Oh, this is Wait, not a cheap. What? Well, a full two hundred for. I got two of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and it's been tons of fun at home. We'll play this. You know, it's raining outside, but we'll clear out a spot in the right. living room, and we'll have. You know, it, you're not you're not getting a ton of exercise. That looks fun. But it's some activity that is not sitting in front of us. Right. Screen. No, that looks fun. Now you said it doesn't hold a charge that long. How long does it hold a charge? So how long can you play with this? Thing? Uh, you know. An hour or so. No, I mean, fine. and it takes just a couple seconds to to recharge. That's the thing. The the recharge. You're literally hearing it. You know, that that's basically as long as it takes. Oh, so, so you can play for more than an hour. Oh yeah, you just, you take just a few minutes to just grab the wand. That's not again. bad. Yeah, just grab that's the wand cool. again. And I have not had to replace the batteries in this yet. Over over about you know three weeks of use. So these are for sale right yes. now. I yes. can buy this. Right. I, I need one of these. This you is get fun. Them, you get them at Target or Target.com at least, and also okay. on Amazon. Okay. So, and uh, Play Impossible is the nice. name. So both of those places, Ernie does monitor. Okay. So Very if, good. If it drops in price. All right, so that is... Hold on, hold on, Claire. Yes, oh, Claire. Claire. So are we going to get you a mic, Claire, or do you just want to tell us your uh, your pick? Claire's on the mic now. We talked about video games. We talked about the physical game. But what about board games? I'm a big fan of board games. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of having people come over and just sitting around a table and having fun with some sort of, you know, board game activity. Mm-hmm. But I am not the biggest, like, I'm not in the know when it comes to the latest and greatest. So I wanted to ask you, what should people out there be considering and thinking if they want to ask for or buy a board game for someone this holiday season to have some fun with the family? I'm going to say specifically to have some fun with the family and from my own personal experience, Codenames is a great board game. I heard of this one. Okay, tell me about this game. So the basic idea is you're on two teams and you're trying to compete to solve clues basically okay so there's like a, a grid of uh words and the words you have diff- just different cards and you just lay randomly down like 25 of the stack of 100 cards you okay. have so it's different every time and one person has kind of a uh, sorry two people have kind of a guide to what all of these code names all the words mean they're correspond with different kind of agents out in the field so you're on two different spy teams they'll give you clues and you have to correctly guess the code names that they're trying to get you to guess. Okay. So someone, you can give one word and then like a number. So you might say Batman 2 and you might, the people on their team might go, okay, well I see the word hero is on the table. Batman's a hero. So they might try and select that word. They got it correct. Maybe they then see, oh, um, black is on the table. So we're going to do that one because Batman wears all black. Mm. But that one was actually incorrect. They were trying to get them to guess something else. So okay. it, it, it's really simple to pick up. I explain the whole thing right there you don't need to know anything more than that okay and you can have anywhere from five to like 20 people playing it um and i know personally we took this to thanksgiving with my boyfriend's family last year and it was a huge hit we had code like names. constantly had 10 people in the living room playing code names i need to order i need to order the ball what's it called the impossible game the impossible ball play impossible play impossible and i need to order code names both sound amazing to me. Thank you, Claire. Thank you for chiming in with what people need to buy from the board game perspective. All right, good stuff. That How about was. You, do you play board games? Uh, you know, we do. I do. Yeah, uh, but we're a little game. little old school. You know, what we've been playing lately. Monopoly. Where you at? Clue. Clue. Clue's a good I've game. I've never played Clue. You're kidding me. I've never. It's such a well constructed game. It's so good. It's like the math behind it is perfect. You've got three things that right. Right. It's 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 a great game. 
Classic, classic Parker Brothers. Can we have a Can we have a board game night? Yeah, exactly. Can we just, can we just, I want to, I want to, I want to take Settlers part. of Catan, which Please. I don't play, but everybody invite loves. me. All right, that is the games segment. Yes, we're only through one segment, and already we've got so many ideas for yes. your holiday gift. A lot list. more to come. You're listening to Geared Up, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, we are running down our holiday gift guide. Yes. Andrew, you've got lots of stuff. We just got done with games. Now let's talk about the next hot category, smart home technology. Smart home tech is big this year. Absolutely. I mean, people are building out their homes to where they can be controlled and and monitored right from their smart home. Smartphone. So there are people at varying stages of this transition into the smart home. It can be tricky to try and try and buy something for somebody in mm-hmm. the smart home. So I imagine the first thing you need to realize is, are they running Google Home? Right. Are they running Alexa already? Or do they not have any kind yeah. of voice assistant? Because that's really become the center of the smart home. Absolutely. The, the intelligent voice-based assistant. What if somebody is starting from scratch? Starting from scratch, I would say, what phone do you carry around with you? What device? Do you have nothing? Um, you probably have a smartphone. If you use a Google you know, Android phone, um, you have the Google Assistant built in there. If you use an iPhone, you have Siri built in, which means you have HomeKit built in. So that should inform at least some of what you're going to buy because if you have an iPhone, you probably want devices that are compatible with HomeKit so that you can ask Siri to do things no matter where you are. I can ask Siri to unlock my front door, for example, no matter where I am. The more ubiquitous option is Alexa, something Alexa-based. And now, luckily, most of these devices whether they have um, Siri support or Google Assistant support or any other support, Bixby, they will also have Alexa built in as a backup. Alexa is in pretty much almost every smart home tech that you can think of, which is um, fantastic. So uh, the first thing that I recommend people to pick up when setting up a smart home is an Amazon Echo device. So an Echo Dot is very inexpensive. That'll probably go on sale again this holiday season. In fact, it will. They're going to be dropping the price to 30, 30 bucks. 30, 30 bucks. Yep. That's 20, the lowest. Twenty nine ninety nine. That's yep. the lowest. So you'll be able, what is that, Black Friday? That's through. That's during Amazon's Black Friday deals. That okay. will be one of the items that this- that's Not this a bad of, price right there. Yep. So 30 bucks, an easy way to get started. $30 and then you can, you know, whatever room that's in, or if you put them around the house, you can just speak with your voice, Alexa, do this or that or the other thing. Now back to your original conversation about Ernie. Could I buy it now? And then when it goes on sale for 30, I'll I'll get the $50, I'll get the $20 discount. You get the $20 discount and then they'll keep five bucks of that. So actually they'll keep yeah, 25%. So they'll keep five bucks of that if you get $15. So, well, but it'd be better if you were just able to wait. But at any rate, Echo Dot Dot would be sort of your base entry level. Right. Get into the smart home. To control things. Now, talking about smart home, there are different categories of gadgets. So one of the first ones, one of my favorite ones, is the smart thermostats because thermostats are like the most boring thing in your home, and they're one of the hardest things to use. Aside from like the old school VCR, trying to program the time on the VCR, knowing how to program your thermostat and have it do exactly what you want it to do is like impossible. No one figures that stuff out. They just turn it up and down on the fly. So you get a smart thermostat, and now it starts learning from your habits. It actively molds itself to your life. One of the best smart thermostats out there is the Nest smart thermostat. Um, Nest is owned by Google. And what it does is it has a motion sensor. So it senses when you're home and when you're not home. And you can control it from your smartphone through an app. You can control it with the Google Assistant. You can control it with Alexa. Um, As simple as saying, Alexa, set the temperature to, you know, 75 degrees or Alexa, turn the, turn, 
turn the temperature down, turn the temperature up, whatever it might be. Um, it's a smart thermostat, so it can be controlled from anywhere. And it can be, you know, you can even say, hey, I'm headed home from work. So, um, you know, start warming up the house now. One other smart thermostat, though, is the Ecobee hmm. 4. And the cool thing about the Ecobee 4 is it has Alexa built in to the thermostat itself. Whoa. So so not only is it controllable through Alexa, but it serves as an Alexa device in your home. So in other words, if you're near the thermostat, you can ask Alexa to do anything Alexa can do, and the thermostat will pass that through as an Alexa wow. command. Wow. Um, and it also is just a, a smart thermostat. So smart thermostats are big. Um, and we should say the Echo B4 is $250. Yes. So interesting. How much does the Nest thermostat cost? I think the Nest thermostat is on par with that, also at $250. Okay. And by the way, I should point out, when we were talking about the Echo Dot, another option for people who are not involved in the Alexa or Amazon ecosystem, mm -hmm. but not, might know somebody who is into Windows okay. and uses Cortana yes. on their device, is the Harman Kardon Invoke which is... Oh, is that a Cortana device? That is a Cortana smart speaker. Oh. I actually reviewed it. You did know, not realize that. It's not quite as advanced in, ter in terms of the number of skills right. or integrations, but if you've got somebody on your list who is really into Windows and uses Cortana already, it is essentially the Cortana version of the Echo smart speaker. And so it is normally selling for $200, but... Microsoft, during some of its Black Friday deals, will be dropping the price in half to $99. Okay. And I have a hunch you're going to have a, have an easier time getting that <laughs> than you will the Echo Dot. No, the Echo Dot's not going to sell out. You don't think it's going to sell out? Amazon, I don't think Amazon's ever sold out of them. Okay. Like, you just buy them and it just says, oh, we're going to deliver it in two weeks two instead weeks, of one okay. week. But, uh, but in terms of getting it by Christmas time or, or the holidays. True. Yes. But, man, um, the problem with these Microsoft devices is that they're the opposite of ubiquitous. Yeah. Like, you can't just buy a few of these and spread them around the home like you can, you know, for as, as cheaply as you can. You know, for that price, you can buy five of the, no, was it was it 20 bucks or 30 bucks for the Echo? The Echo 30 sale? bucks. 30 20, bucks. 29 Okay, so you can get three of them for the price of one of the yes. Harman Kardon. Now, the Harman Kardon, I assume, is a great music speaker. speaker. Yes. So asking Cortana, to, like, if you want a great smart speaker that plays music, it's probably a great, yep. you know, a great choice. But if it's if you're more focused on your smart home stuff, you probably have less compatibility um, or less choices with what items you can get to control in your home if your only choice is Cortana. Yeah. Although, isn't Cortana now allowing you to ask Alexa to do stuff? Not yet. They're Not planning yet. to okay. do that. They've announced those plans. Okay. But I diverted you from the larger discussion. So we've talked about the speakers, the thermostats. Yes. What else is on your smart home list for the holidays? What about smart locks and smart doorbells? Okay. Okay. Ring? Um, is that what we're talking about Ring, here? Ring is, a, Ring is one of the good ones. August is also one of the good ones. Um, they're all very similar and the way they work, um, they're independent of each other, but the nice ones have an ecosystem where the lock works with the doorbell camera, which yeah. is what I have. I have the August. So if someone comes to my home and rings my doorbell, as they're walking up to the doorbell, actually, I'll get a notification already. Someone's here. When they press the doorbell, it takes a picture, and I get a notification right on my phone. Someone rang your, someone rang your bell. Here's a picture of who it is, and I can immediately start talking to them through the doorbell. Um, if it's someone I want to let in, I can right through that same app just tap and say open the door and let them in. So you know if my I think one time my brother came to my house and I wasn't there yet I was still at the store let him in. Um, 
and I know my FedEx carrier well enough to where I can say I'm comfortable. Hey, Joe. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Carol, what's up? Um, okay. letting Opening the door and letting her in to deliver nice. a package, for example, right? But that's different than the Amazon key service where you don't know it might be someone different every right. time. It they're is just letting, different. They're just letting them in. Um, but you know Amazon. That's true. That's true. We know Jeff. <laughs> Jeff would never do anything to hurt us. Um, but no, so, you know, the ability to unlock your door on the fly from anywhere is cool but even better is you know if you're someone who has who expects deliveries or has a dog walker or has you know any anyone that comes sometimes but on a schedule um someone who cleans your home for example you can say you know when so and so comes to my front door allow it to be open between the hours of 2 p.m and 4 p.m and any other time that they show up it won't automatically open for them. So you can give people virtual keys and that just makes things easier, you know, with life in general. So does it work via a smartphone code? Like how does, or it would be blue. So they would have an app on their phone, which would be Bluetooth. um, And it would recognize their specific device. You can also give them a virtual pin code and their pin code could only work during certain hours. So they walk up to your door and they type in, you know, one, two, three, four, and it knows based on pin code who it is and when they're allowed to use the code or not. So it's just more for convenience sake. Um, when it's you and you have your own, you're the owner of the home and you, when it senses me walk up to my front door, it just automatically unlocks the door for me. Yeah. So that is smart locks and smart doorbell cameras. So that's the August smart lock. I'm looking at the August, August smart lock pro. It's $230. Right. Um, the the smart version. door lock is $150. Yep. Did you need, professional installers to do this or were you I able thought to... I would I, yeah. I suck I suck at anything that's a handyman no. anything handy handy anything I'm terrible yes um yet the two things I've been able to do are swap out and install my smart thermostat all on my own which is crazy I mean to me that's a huge accomplishment yeah um and I installed my smart lock and I mounted an outdoor smart camera myself now that that smart camera took me a long time, um, longer than it should have, but I did it. Got it. So that's the smart locks. What else yes. on the smart smart home? cameras? Smart that's cameras. We just smart cameras. So you know we talked about the Amazon Cloud Cam earlier, but really smart cameras are good for kind of self policing your home, being able to monitor what's going on in your within your home, not just for you know burglaries or things like that, although they are good for that too. But, you know, you tell your kid you're at work and you want them to come straight home and you know that means they should be home by 3.30 and you get a notification that they don't they don't appear in your home until, you know, 4.30 or whatever. Um, you know, it's just for monitoring your home and being able to see what's going on. Um, even something as simple as, you know, you have one up in the kids where the kids play, you're able to, you know, be downstairs and just, oh, let me just check on the kids rather than having to go up there, yell, whatever. Um they are fairly expensive still. Even the the cloud camera from Amazon, I think, it was one twenty nine. One one twenty. One twenty. So, um, but there was the what was the new one? The new uh, Wise Cam for, Wisecam. for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Like you can't go wrong with twenty bucks, right? So, w- what other brands would you recommend in terms of smart cams? Nest. Nest has a, a really good one. It's called the Nest Cam IQ. They have indoor and outdoor versions, and the IQ is. Um, it's called that because it actually has some machine learning built in. It sends your video feed to their servers and they actually figure out what it's seeing. So it can let you know if it's seeing like smoldering flames or fast, like a, a slow building fire versus a fast building fire, for example. 
Um, in either case, action required. Right. But I mean, you know, it's 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 um it's it's more than just let me see what's happening in the next room, or you know, someone breaks in and you get a notification and you see that it it will let you like alert the authorities. So, um, smart cameras are another another big category, and then. Um, there's also the the easier one is the smart bulbs because you can just hey walk into a room hey turn turn on the lights. I love those things yeah turn on the Philips lights. Hue is that still Philips your pick? Hue yeah Philips Hue is my favorite but there's there's so many of them now LifeX is another one um, and the magic of all this all these different things that we're talking about the magic is in programming scenes so for me for example one of my scenes is good night so I can say Siri good night my front door is locked. All the lights turn off. One light turns on to a dimness of like 10%. Um, and the thermostat gets set to a specific temperature for overnight. That's all with just one voice command. So that is really where the smart home starts to shine is when you put these commands in place. You're listening to the Geared Up Holiday Gift Guide. We will be right back with a discussion of headphones and Wi-Fi. Don't miss it. You're listening to GeekWire. Welcome back to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. It's the Holiday Gift Guide. Andrew, this is a long-time tradition. You used to do this when you were just just, just a mere guest on right. the show. Right. I mean, I don't even know. I'm curious how many years in a row we've been doing. It's, it's like, is this our sixth one? This is crazy. At least 20. 20. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're getting up there. Yeah, back back when we were recommending the original IBM PC, that That's was right. quite a That's year. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. I've benefited from your Wi-Fi recommendations Already. Right here in the office. That's right. The Eero, E-E-R-O, yep. is an example of mesh Wi-Fi. And I'll tell you, we've gotten much more reliable since we upgraded to that from just having an airport base station yeah. in the office. So I can imagine at home it would be awesome too. But what are your tips and recommendations in terms of Wi-Fi products? Yeah, so it's um, these new mesh Wi-Fi systems are kind of the way to go. So you know, when I go to my mom's house, for example, she'll she'll have her, her list of tech things that she needs me to, to help with because I'm there now. Um, one of them is Wi-Fi. Like, why is my Wi-Fi signal so bad? Why is my internet so slow? All this stuff, dead spots. And the problem with Wi-Fi is these devices are, you know, it's a router that you put somewhere. Usually it's out of the way because it doesn't look good. So you put it in a closet or, you know, on a hidden desk somewhere. And that is supposed to spread this signal all throughout your home. And realistically... It just doesn't work that way. It, it kind of radiates out, and wherever it can't reach, too bad, right? So you go with a mesh Wi-Fi system, and what these are are it's a router that is kind of split into multiple pieces. So the one that you got, the Eero, um, it comes in three pieces, right? and you plug one into your main Internet connection in your home, and then you spread the other two around. Yep. So wherever you don't have great signal, you put one there and you put the other one in a similar, you know, elsewhere. So as I understand mesh Wi-Fi networking, it's not repeating the signal. No. So it's not weakening it and Absolutely just sort of passing not. it along. It's Absolutely actually not. the pure signal coming from right. each of these devices. Right. And um, usually, so you can either plug each one of these into a wired connection. So they're getting full speed back to each other. Or they have a wireless signal between each other, but they're strong wireless signals. So my my favorite is called the Orbi. Um, they have a, I believe it's a 1500, so it's basically a 1.5 gigabit connection between the two wirelessly. Mm. So it has a dedicated wireless backhaul. Um, so one's talking to the other, but it's very, it's a very fast connection, faster than gigabit Ethernet. So that's the Netgear Orbi. Netgear o -R -B -I. Orbi. I like that one because you need less of them to cover a large space. But any of these, um, there's also the Samsung 
Home Connect, which is very similar in appearance to the Orbi. But the cool thing with that one is not only is it a mesh Wi-Fi system, which accomplishes the same goal, but it is also a smart home hub. Ooh. So by for your lights for your for every smart home device that you have. Huh. So you know, kind of like the Amazon, the Echo was it the Pro Plus. Echo Plus is it also has a hub built in. This has a hub built in as well, so that not only is it serving as your Wi-Fi. But by extension, it's also becoming a smart home hub for your home as well to allow you to control all your smart home stuff from one app. Okay. Very interesting. All right. So that's a little bit of a discussion of Wi-Fi, which is yes. a real pain point. I hear you on the tech support for the parents. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about headphones. Okay. Lots of options out there. There are so many options. So if you were buying headphones for somebody, and maybe everything from earbuds to high-end right. audio headphones... Is there one that you would zero in on? Yeah. So for me, um, this kind of goes back to what we talked about, about uh, smart home stuff is what is the phone you carry? Because that kind of informs some stuff. Do you have a headphone jack? Do you not have a headphone jack? Um, if someone's carrying an iPhone, bar none, it's the AirPods. The AirPods are one of the most impressive um, and well-made products that Apple's released in several years. And it sounds silly to say that. Um, this is this is kind of one of the things like VR when we talked about on a previous episode where it's hard to explain how good something is until someone tries it. Well, what so but I, I see people walking around with the AirPods. Yeah. And first off, I think God, yeah, look at all the money they spent on those headphones. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but it also it, I don't know, just sort of like it's an interesting cultural phenomenon. I look at it, I would feel a little weird walking around with headphone earbuds that are not actually wired. I, isn't that weird? I don't think am so. I, am I really I backwards? Okay. I mean, it's only the only reason it's weird. It feels is, pretentious. I I'll guess tell you is what why. I'm I'll tell you why it's weird. The only reason it's weird is because headphones typically have a wire on them. So if when headphones were invented, they were wireless, and then last year Apple came out with this new wired headphone, that would look weird, right? Yeah, like, oh, this true, guy has true. wires hanging out of it. What is this? We have all these wireless. So that's it's just like you're not used to it. But this, the fact that you know you just take these things out, they connect instantly to any Apple device you own. Um, you put them in, they start working, you take one out, it pauses automatically, like it knows what it's, what is going on. Um, now, and can you use AirPods, say somebody's an Android user? Do, yes. Would you recommend them you as can, well? I wouldn't recommend them per se. Now, I do know an, an Android user who said they use and love the AirPods as well, but they don't do all that same automatic stuff that they do with the Apple ecosystem just because Apple's able to do more with you know Apple software. Um, but if you're an Apple user, the AirPods are like, it's one of the best 160 bucks you'll, you'll end up spending. Now, what about actual cans? You know, like cans, the, the, yeah. the, the headphone, the regular headphones. I like personally, um, the Bose QC35. Yeah. These are over the ear headphones with amazing noise cancellation. Like you wear these on an airplane and turn on the noise cancellation and like the noise just disappears instantly. Um, very good. The battery life is amazing as well. You charge them over USB-C. They're wireless. From a full charge, you can get roughly 20 hours of playback. Yeah, 20 hours of playback. Wow. So you can fly from here to Japan and back on one charge, listen to music or watch movies the whole time with the noise cancellation enabled, and you're you're good to go. Now, for something slightly cheaper, mm -hmm. I've actually had a lot of luck with the Bose SoundTrue around ear headphones too. These are wired headphones. 
just good, solid uh, Bose headphones, not noise canceling. Okay. The noise canceling, I, I used them for a while. In fact, Claire, our podcast producer, is using my latest version here in, okay. in the studio. I get weird head stuff going on really? with the noise canceling. Like if I've got allergies that day or I might, if I've got a little, even the inch, inkling of a headache, uh-huh. like the noise canceling freaks my head out. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Claire, like, do you agree with that? Do you get that same phenomenon? What? Claire, Claire, wow. Claire agrees. She said yes. Mike. Yeah. How interesting. So, yeah, I, I I think it's, so to me, there's something to be said for just good old fashioned, yep. over the ear, regular headphones. Good quality though. And right. And Bose, I, I like them. Although, you know the old saying, what is it? Uh, all, all lows, all high, no highs, all lows, that's Bose. Do you know that? There's <laughs> like, there's like, I forget one. the saying. One, one that's of my friends, Ken, Ken Smith loves to say that. That makes sense. So. Um Beats is a very popular brand of headphone. Owned by Apple. Owned by Apple now. They just released the um, Beats Studio 3 wireless, which is also it's kind of similar to the larger Bose that goes around your ear. Um, it has the same W1 chip technology built in that the AirPods do, so they do the same thing where you, you, op- you basically unfold them and it connects to your device immediately oh. and syncs automatically to all your Apple devices. Those just launched, and um, they look good. They sound good. I don't think they sound as good as the Bose, but I'm curious how they might work with you because the noise cancellation on those is adaptive. So it's not just like the Bose, you turn it on or off. With these, you put them on, and it like it it ter- it turns it up and down as needed. Mm. So it's not just full on or off. See, I that would probably that would freak work. me out even more because it's variable. <laughs> so it's like yeah, you can't get yes. used to it. So it'll be like all of a sudden Interesting. it's Interesting. pounding your head with these weird this weird vacuum. It okay. feels like a vacuum. Okay, I don't know. It does. It does. Even... It feels like you get like you yeah. just get pulled yeah. into the twilight zone. Um, if you want something like the AirPods but not the AirPods, I recommend something called um, the headphones. They're called the headphones. The brand is called Braggy, B-R-A-G-I. So they make a truly wireless headphone as well, um, similarly priced to AirPods too, but they work with you know any, any, anything, whether it's an iPhone or an Android device or any other Bluetooth uh, uh, device that you have. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I love this holiday tradition. I've gotten so many different ideas of things that I could buy. What are you buying? Oh man, I you know can I be honest with you? The thing that I know I'm getting okay. for a couple of folks on my list is the Play Impossible ball. I'm getting that. I'm buying uh, that. Well, even for a hundred bucks, because everybody I say that to says a hundred bucks. I'm, I'm buying not... it for myself. <laughs> I'm buying it for myself. And you're not and my like family. a big sports guy. I mean, no, you're, no, no. But I mean, it just looks fun. It, it looks it, fun. It's fun. It's yes. lots. It's it, it's a great conversation piece. Too. Yes, I'm you getting know, like that. I'm getting code names. Like, code names. Oh, Claire, that names. was a great one. Yep. I I I yes, that would be on my list as well. You know, you might have just sold me on the AirPods because you, you know I've got, have, oh, I've got my have. iPhone 10. I've got my iPhone 10, and I sit there and I want to listen to it, and yet it's charging. Yeah, and so I'd love it's to be able so to just convenient. set it on the counter and walk around the house, right? And not have to worry about having my phone in my pocket. You need to get some of them. We need to talk about your experience because I think you will see what I'm saying. Okay, when it's like it's it's greater than the sum of its parts. <sighs> You know, my mom does listen to this show, and she's always asking me what I want for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. There I'm you just going to leave Drop that, that, leave that uh, <laughs> little little hint there here at the end. Nice. All right. For links to everything that we talked about, just go to geekwire.com slash geared up. Look for this episode, and we will point you to everything that Andrew recommended and a couple of the things that yes. I pointed out as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Talk to you next time on Geared Up on GeekWire.
Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gear live and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.